0: Talk <laughs> Recorded live.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, hey, <how> y'all, doing? <laughs> Producer from Brothers Comics. Uh, welcome to podcast number forty-four. As we are slallowing down the hill towards fifty podcasts uh, for who they or for uh, at Brothers Comics uh, on the line tonight. We're going with the full uh, contributors boost. Uh, although one of them is late, the white person. On the phone tonight, uh, we got Sandman is on the call. You know Sandman from Who Day Over Forty and from the Thursday Comic Book Chat. Say what's up, Sandman. What is going on, y'all? Good to be here. All right, and uh, we also have female perspective on the call. Female perspective, say what's up.
3: Hola, what's
2: up? All right, and then go ahead. Sorry, (laughs) I I stepped on your intro. Uh and then also on the call we have Big Hutch.
4: Otherwise known as Mr. Mr.
2: Yes, and, and, and the ten percenter as well. Uh and then Brother <laughs> Beavis, who you also know from the, the who Day or no from the Thursday comic book chat, he, he will also corner. be joining us later. Yes, from the corner, he will be joining us a little bit later. Again, the white guy always late for stuff. So, um <laughs> as we get started, y'all, uh Anybody drinking tonight? This is a Sunday evening podcast where we're recording uh, our favorite football team. won on Saturday and lost on Sunday, so we're kind of in between. Hutch, are you drinking?
4: Uh hashtag hell yeah. All right. What you drinking? I am drinking. Uh, well, I started off drinking
2: Woodbridge Cabernet Sauvignon, and now
4: I'm
3: <laughs> on the drink. Call <laughs> me Pronounce it correctly.
4: I'm <laughs> it. Oh, I'm it. <laughs> I was Okay.
3: Coast.
1: All right. So, so you know,
2: now, what are you drinking, female perspective?
3: I am drinking Granite Coast, which is uh, a red blend, um, and quite tasty.
2: All right. Sandman. I can't deal with y'all hardcore
5: alcoholics, man. I I, I got me <laughs> to That's <about> it. <laughs> uh,
2: one of us got to stay sober, same man. Well, I'm about uh, to and then, Yeah, that's right. And I am drinking uh, – I'm afraid to I'm, – I'm ashamed to say what the actual beer is, so I will just call it beer. Uh, I'm ashamed because I'm drinking <laughs> it, it's awful. Um, i be so Yeah. Yeah, it's shameful. All right. No, it's uh, – I'm drinking, I'm drinking a – I'm drinking a Bud Light Lime. That's awful.
4: Oh, you're right. You mm. get it. I
2: know, man. Yeah, this is a step above Paps.
4: Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paps. Yeah. Oh, God. A lime step. Natty hmm. Ice. Uh, right, natty Light. Right. Yeah, this is barely right. above that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so... As we always we get into the box office report, um, sponsored again by no one. If you'd like to sponsor the box office report, hit us up at brotherscomics at gmail dot com and you can sponsor this. Uh female perspective is going to count down our movies from five to one. I got a couple of stop signs in there. But before okay. you do that, the num- yeah, but the number six movie before we do that because we didn't get a chance to podcast that like we is uh, When the Bow Breaks. Um Man. it's a, an African American movie fronted by Morris Chestnut. Um, who else starred in that movie? Um, uh, all I know is Morris Chestnut plays the good guy, as always and everything. Um,
3: name. um, I'm trying no. to
2: think of the hold. On, I got it now. Hold on, I'll pull the poster. Um, it is Morris Chestnut and oh, shoot. Now where did it go? Oh, oh no, no, Regina play. Hall. Regina Hall.
3: Tina Hall, she's normally yeah. in
2: comedy, or she's a comedy. Yeah, in comedies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's basically um, uh, what's that movie? Uh, the whatever the cradle movie with Rebecca DeMornay back in the day. You know, family oh, hires uh, a nanny. That's crazy. The, the and hand that rocks the deal. cradle. The yeah. hand that rocks the cradle. Yeah, and basically that's just a black version of that. Um, I'll probably see it at some point. It'll probably be, is it worth a red box? Um, But it actually did do well, you know, box office-wise. You know, a fall release didn't cost a bunch of money to make. It's made it up to $22 million already on a $10 million budget. So, I mean, you know, it's not something that would spawn a sequel. But, yeah, it's going to get its market money back. And, you know, it's just, you know, an African-American film, you know, released into the fall that's going to, you know, do, you know, probably – close to $35 million a of box office, but, you know, that's pretty successful. All right, so number five in female perspective, what was five this week?
3: It was Don't Breathe. That was the horror story about the blind man, and I think they break into a house or whatever. Um, the that has actually done very well financially, which means there will be a sequel. It made $5.6 this weekend. Um, it's gross, seventy five million on a budget of nine point nine million. So yes, that's incredible. Done.
2: Yeah, and that yeah. definitely that definitely spawns a sequel. And again, I think we said it on the other podcast. You know, what sense is it going to be like? Don't see, don't taste. <laughs> it, it'll be something stupid, but it, it's definitely going to spawn a sequel. All right, what was number four?
3: And number four is one that I think I will eventually check out. Snowden. Um, mm. That may. $8 million, um on a budget of $40 million. Um,
2: mm-hmm. and I got a that, stop sign there. No,
3: you do have a stop sign. What's I do stop? have a
2: stop sign there. Yes. Um, <laughs> they need to stop trying to um, make that kid. They need to stop trying to make that kid a star. Like, I'm done with him. Uh, what's his name? That, uh,
5: Gordon
1: uh,
2: Levitt. Is that him? I mean, yeah, gee, Yeah, Gordon Levitt.
3: Huh? <laughs> Big Hutch calls him the law firm because he's got it's
5: Three names are last name Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got the serial the serial killer uh, three name thing going. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I'm just kind of done with. I'm like he's not a star. Like he's not a star of movies. He may star in movies, but he's not a star. Yeah. Like he's had like multiple yeah. runs of trying to get him to be something more than he is, and right. it it mm-hmm. stops. Like he can't sell a movie himself. He's just not that great of a. <laughs> He may be a good actor, but because of, you know,
1: his right. looks,
2: his what? I mean, he's just not, he's not a star. Like, they need to stop, like, trying to force him down our throats. Yeah. Right.
3: opinion, yeah, he's not a leading man, and that's what they're trying to turn him into. He is not that. He doesn't have the look to be a leading man, nor does he have the acting chops to be a leading man. I mean, I right. think he's a an actor. Per se, but he's more of a character actor, to me, more so than a leading man. So, henceforth, it's going to be difficult for him to open a movie by himself without right. his, of another leading, you know, actor or whatever, DiCaprio.
2: Right. Yeah. So yeah I mean, and everybody's right. not a DiCaprio, and that's fine, but I just, like, I'm kind of done with him. I saw Looper. Like, I'm good. <laughs> you know?
3: I actually saw some good Looper.
2: I I liked Blooper. I thought that was a good yeah. movie. Yeah. It was didn't. all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I wasn't a fan of that one. I'm just, I'm not, I'm just not a fan of Dude, I, just the overall in general. And, like, so when I saw that that movie was coming out, I was like,
1: uh,
2: whatever. <laughs> and, and isn't that also by Oliver Stone? Yes, that is by Oliver
3: Stone as well. Oh. I mean, y'all so know he's a big conspiracy theorist, director. Um, he's a Virgo. Yes, he is a Virgo <laughs> and, uh, So, I mean, but I I do think I will eventually check that movie out. I mean, just for curiosity's sake. A uh, producer. How many, yes? we watch, how many times we How many times we watch JFK?
4: or
2: are just Um, conservatively, a thousand.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> because I wouldn't. Have, that you would have been as much into gifts as Big Hutch is, but he said
2: you are heavily into gifts. Um, I was into the movie. Um I'm I'm probably less into the conspiracy part of it. I just kinda like the movie. Um at a point there, uh it was just something to go to sleep to. And I'm not sure if we had any other videotapes at the time. I don't know where the rest of the video collection was but it was just something to kind of watch. Um, I mean, I think in my early 20s or whatever, I was, you know, into that, you know, in the conspiracy stuff. But, yeah, I mean, conservatively, we watched that movie every night, probably for a solid six months. <laughs> Damn, holy <laughs> crap. At least parts of it, not the whole thing. But, I mean, would that be fair, Hutch? That that's a
4: good fair comparison.
5: We're talking about JFK yeah. you're talking about? Yeah. All of, wow. That. Right. It's right. it's convincing. If you watch it enough, I mean, you believe that shit. You <laughs> keep watching it.
3: Back still watching it a whole lot. If you watch it, uh, you know, consecutively, six months.
1: Yeah. Yeah, frame by
2: frame. Frame by frame.
1: And there you Back go. and to um, the left. And yeah. And <laughs> left. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, I hate Oliver Stone, by the way. Just aside for <laughs> the topic there. Um, I, I mean, I don't really, I don't really roll with him. I just, I mean, I know I watch that movie, but for the most part, I stay away like heavily from his stuff, <laughs> real heavily. I keep it at a Heisman distance. Um, <laughs> I Don't watch his stuff. What was that, right? Uh Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I've never seen the whole thing. I don't do anything with Charlie Sheen in it, sir. Nothing. <laughs> so, I'm going for that. that. I was on the Charlie Sheen hate train long before he went crazy. <laughs> so nope, I don't do anything with him. Uh, I just you know I'm just not a big Oliver Stone fan. Uh, I think what turned me completely was what was that movie where Woody Har- Woody from Cheers and some other lady went crazy shooting up people? What was that called? Oh, that's that's a oh yeah, uh, Natural Natural Born, born killers. killers. Oh,
5: we yeah. had R G um, Robert Downey Jr. is in that too. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was done. Terrible movie. Terrible movie. Yeah, I was, yeah that I was good for me. I was done. Was Woody Harrelson and Julia, Julie, whatever. Yeah, I'm done. All right, yeah. sorry. Number three.
3: Juliette Julie, Julie Lewis
2: is also in that movie. She's yeah. all crazy. I, I, what? She does crazy very well. I like Juliet Lewis. I just don't like that movie.
1: I think that movie is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
4: Oh, you be repeatedly slapped. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You like Julian but you don't like
2: Oliver Stone. Oh my goodness! Hold on a second. Hold on. See, this is how podcasts get to two hours. Oh,
1: female perspective.
4: Okay.
1: Um, oh boy. Yeah. So,
2: but uh, you know what? That's a podcast for another time. And we're gonna try to keep it on 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 schedule. I will not have to defend myself. number three then? If Snowden was four, what was three?
3: Number three is Bridget Jones' Baby.
2: I got another stop tonight. I did <laughs> to
3: Bridget Jones' I oh. liked them because I did like them. I, I mean, I thought they were pretty halfway decent movies. Um, mm. I, I, I probably would check this one out as well. I, I probably
2: international screening.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but yeah, uh, I mean I could see you know, the whole Bridget Jones story has a the following. There are people who are, you know, invested really? in her in her storyline. So henceforth, you know, yeah, I guess I can see why people want to see this.
2: <laughs> um I saw the first one. I thought the first one was actually Pretty entertaining. The second one is garbage, so I have no <laughs> desire to see the third one at all. Um, so, Hutch, have you seen? Which ones have you seen?
4: I seen
2: them. I seen the first one. I don't think I saw the second one. Okay. Uh, Sandman. Which one did you see? I've seen any? the first one. Yeah, I've seen
5: the first mm-hmm. one. It was all right. I mean, what I don't understand is why don't they just get a real British woman to do the damn role
2: instead of uh, what's her name?
1: I guess she's all right, right but eh, I don't know.
2: Yeah, whatever. But push, push, push that forward. Why don't they get a real fat person to do the role?
1: <laughs> yeah, no joke.
2: Yeah, why they gotta hire somebody that's thin to get they get to eat everything they want, and so they can play this role and fake an accent? Why don't they get somebody that's already headset? I don't like that either. Taking roles from <laughs> fat Americans—that's awful, man. Vote Trump. All right, taking our jobs. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. Why would you Make them.
2: Make America. make America, make America fat again. Yeah
3: she's, <laughs> yeah, she's supposed to be an overweight, an overweight British, um, uh, journalist. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, journalist.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Journalist.
4: Yeah.
2: hmm Right. And so I guess this movie's following you know she marries not Hugh Grant, the other dude, uh, and yeah. I mean I don't know.
3: I think what's gonna be missing from this is Hugh Grant. He added to the story a lot. I mean his wit right. and so forth, they definitely enhanced the story. So without him in the story, I'm I'm interested to see how that plays out, but I think he will be missed.
2: I think the time off in between sequels or whatever, I don't know, was probably a solid ten years. Um didn't help because it didn't really make that much money. You would have thought it would have did better than eight million dollars, um, because hmm. it has such a following. Uh, but I mean, I think since the last one was, it's been a while. Um, so yeah, so I'm yeah I'm good. I'm good on that one. That's probably an, that's probably is it worth a red box as well. Like I said, I've seen the first two. Um, uh, maybe an international viewing, but probably a, a worth a red box. All right. Number two then is what.
3: $5 million. His budget was $35 million, so
2: it it's yeah. It's yeah. yeah. It's struggling. Yeah. Uh, it's struggling. It probably plays well overseas, though, and that'll make its money. You know, the Brits will play and watch that crap, so it's fine. Uh, all right, what was number two?
3: Blair Witch, and mm. that makes $9.6 million on a budget of $5 million, so it's already made its budget back.
2: right. Is that a good thing, Hutch? Is that a good thing? Did we need another Blair Witch?
3: No. <laughs> I, mean, Blair Witch. Uh,
4: I, I recently caught hell at work because I said that I
3: actually thought the first Blair Witch. I Witch. Mean, I'll, I'll catch head for it, too. I like the first one. The first mm. one, I mean, considering the time it came out, the marketing that they used to promote it was excellent. I mean, that was excellent way before the time and mm. you know and and that added to the whole overall story of the movie um, and that's uh, I really liked it and could appreciate it for what it was but now this remake no there was no need to do a remake right. and basically right. I gotta uh-huh. say grand-
1: because
3: basically it's about three
4: fucking white kids talking about <laughs> <laughs> Hey
1: now,
0: <laughs> hey, it's Brother Beavis. Hey,
4: Mahalo, Mahalo,
3: hola.
0: You guys are talking about Blair Witch.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: yeah. It's yeah, funny and it's in in a in a perfect timing that the white person comes in and talks about <laughs> like a movie about a bunch of white people in the
0: woods. But share your perspective <laughs> since we have a white person on the phone.
2: Um, I would have been on earlier,
0: but I was actually out in the woods just now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
0: shit, I just heard shit, some it. crazy shit, and I was like, well, I guess I got to go check it out. Clearly I no one runs towards yeah. it. Yeah, Clearly none of these black
2: people are going to go check it out, so I might as well run headfirst into danger, because that's what I like to do. Um, yeah. yes we are in the middle of the box office report and we are talking blair witch uh i think we we dabbed on this on the last thursday comic book chat uh i'm not a fan of that movie i don't watch horror movies and even i didn't find that movie to be scary um, though it, it just made i mean it it was marketed well i thought it was real so the first time i saw the internet uh web thing for it i thought it was legit you know and then when i did see it i, I saw it in the movie theater i mean that's a, far-reaching as me, and I don't see horror movies. And I was like, that's it?
4: All
3: right. Well, mm-hmm. that, that's why I said the marketing scheme was brilliant. I mean, it was absolutely brilliant because they marketed it as being a true story. And these actors, you actually saw, I mean, you didn't know they were actors. You thought they were dead. So, mm-hmm. exactly, it, I mean, it sucked a lot of people in it. It sucks me in for a hot minute. And right. that adds to the you know the story behind the movie, but now to do make of it, this is a whole different time period, a whole different society, all that mixed in. It doesn't work. It doesn't work as well as the original did.
2: Now Hutch, there's some actual black folks in this movie.
3: What? what? Really? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yes. There are some stars. There are a couple of the stars, air quotation, are actually. I think there's a black dude and a black female. So, oh, one, God. you know, they die early. Right. Um, but two, <laughs> you knew that. Um, yeah, oh, but two, just the fact that they. Well, see, that's some bullshit. All right.
1: Let, 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 <coughs> okay.
2: Let's just do it. All right, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. You want to go camping with us in the woods and shit and, like, chase the... With... Fuck, no. What's
1: wrong with you? <laughs>
2: no. That's never happening. But it's going <laughs> to be cool, you know. We're going to sleep in some... Th- no, 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 no. No, no. We're not going. Uh, Yeah, and, and there's a thing, and, yeah, brother viewers, you can, you know, feel free to jump in. There's this thing when you be in black and white spaces, and being black and white spaces at camp is really not the most comfortable spot to be black. Um, it's just weird because you're usually the only one there, and you're definitely the only <laughs> one that's sleeping. Like, like why are we sleeping on the floor? And sh- why? What are we? What? Where's the TV? No, what? <laughs> what? No, I ain't. Do- no,
0: you want to go so out the what, what's and What's like, worse, like the haunted forest or the white fraternity party? What, which of those two is? Oh, ooh, mm. that's a
2: very good question. Um, I'm gonna go with the haunted forest.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll take my chances
1: in the woods. <laughs> you might have a shot in the
2: woods. you might have a shot there, yeah, so, but anyway, that's it, all right, I'm done. uh, and the number one movie in the world was Sully uh, right well,
3: yeah, that makes twenty two million off of a sixty million dollar budget.
2: I got a Damn. note sixty million yeah, I got a note.
3: And it's, uh,
2: all, it's already grossed back budget. its budget. It's made
3: $70 million, so they've already made their budget back. Oh, that's yeah, okay. That's I
2: a Tom a Hanks movie. Yeah. yeah, I got a note. Fuck Clint Eastwood, too. He's the director of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand Clint Eastwood, man. I cannot. Hutch? I watched Are Clint you?
3: Eastwood. I'm with you, producer. I'm not a fan of Clint Eastwood, especially after what he did to Sign for lot. I am certainly not mm-hmm. down for Clint Eastwood. Um, yeah, and there's some other things that I won't go into that really show his character. So, no, I'm yeah. not a fan of
2: Clint Eastwood at all, whatsoever. No. no, no, I am either. Yeah, period.
3: You can take his <laughs>
2: whack-ass son with him, too. Um, uh, Brother Beavis, Clint Eastwood.
0: No, I mean, even before he became the director and before he started talking down to empty chairs and whatnot, like, he was, never, he was nowhere near, like, my favorite action movie. Like, his action movies, like, depended on this mystique and whatnot. I, I don't know, whatever. Like, I and guess I could get with Escape from uh, Alcatraz and some of his stuff, but, you know, whatever. And that nigga's been 60 since 1962. Yeah. You
3: ain't like, lying. Really
2: supposed to be scared of you? Which is three twenty two caliber gun? Man. Come on, man! You a thousand years old? <laughs> you a thousand years old?
4: Man,
2: I... No, Sam, uh, Sandman, are you a big fan, uh, Clint Eastwood fan or a fan
5: at all? I was back in the day, you know. Yeah, like you know, Escape from Alcatraz, Dirty Harry. Back in the day, you know, he, that's back on his his heyday when he was still a big star. You know, um, yeah, like but, like beaver said, like when he was talking to the empty chair and shit on the damn. Um, the the Republican thing I was like okay it's time to get off the damn yeah. bus yeah the, like I, I, I yeah yeah go ahead I
2: felt bad for him I really thought he had maybe you know yeah I thought he was I thought line. he just straight yeah, up I lost, the damn lost line. his damn yeah. mind yeah I was like oh that's
1: sad they letting him know, direct really? movie yeah that's
2: <laughs> terrible
3: so <laughs> it was
4: bad. what was that
3: there's some other background information about him that's not too cool at all. And, I mean, you guys probably don't know about it. I've read about it and the way that he, uh, he behaves and manipulated with the women he's been involved with. Not cool whatsoever. So, no, I have never been a fan of his. Yeah, I, will, I, I, I
2: never that. have yeah. been. I never have been, never will be. Um, I think my favorite movie is whatever one he was fighting with the monkey. What is that?
1: <laughs> BJ and,
2: no, not B.J. and the Bears. Not B.J. and the bear No. The I mean, really any which way. Every which way you can, any which way you yeah. can. Man, that ought to tell you something. I was not <laughs> I was cheering for the monkey. I wasn't cheering for him.
1: Um, so that ought to tell you something.
4: you so, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> well, and see, and, so you're going to make me go there. And see, and that's one of the reasons I don't really F with him at all to begin with is he has a, a, a view of America, air quotation, he has a view of America that doesn't really include me in it, or it, the version of me that is in it is definitely working for him. Um, And I'm not down with that at all. So, um, yeah, no, I can't really, I can't roll with that at all, and I definitely can't support it. And as much as I like Tom Cruise, I can't support this. Or Tom, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, yeah.
3: Feels
2: that you would be inferior to him. Correct.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. totally. I agree. He, the only Mexican people he know are definitely mowing his lawn. Like, like he was playing himself in that El Camino movie or whatever it was called. Like he was just being himself. Like he wasn't acting. Like all that hate was straight up, like from the heart.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was. What?
3: Like Morgan Freeman. Man. Mm. Everybody has a black friend. Yeah, and they always point
4: it out. I have a couple of black friends. <laughs> That's a one.
3: They don't um, ever have a black
4: friend.
0: <laughs> some, fa- some of my most famous co stars are not white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, I mean, oh, okay, or man. humans. Yeah, <laughs> or
0: humans. Yeah. Man, man,
2: fuck him. Man, fuck him too. Do we just
0: segue into the STFU section? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. twenty minutes
2: we, in. Yeah, we might have. Uh, that's a long list too. Uh, so we might have to keep it moving. But yeah, I just I, I I never have been able to mess with him, and um, and I'm good with it. And the fact that he, uh, I, yeah. Anyway, all right. So. So we'll uh, transition out of uh, box office reports and move straight into blurred notes. Uh, blurred notes, and uh, there's a whole bunch of them because we didn't podcast over the week here. And I have a few, and I might like kind of pick and choose them. I think I have close to eight of them. And that's a lot of blurred notes. Um, so I will um, kind of pick and choose for
0: each of you one that I you think d- that you so might you have. You don't have a you don't have a eight sided die. Available to no, you? No, I don't know. have an eight-sided die over here. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'll leave that to y'all.
5: Yeah. That, that's big I ain't even got one of them. That's
2: a big hush. Yeah, culture. I'll leave that to y'all. Uh, where's my first note, though? I can't even find it. All right, so let's see. Um, you know what? Let's get it out of the way early. Um, 20 years ago uh, or so, uh, Tupac died Uh and actually, it is kind of timely because the trailer for his movie, I think it's called uh, All Eyes on Me. Uh, it's a, it has no real release date yet. Um, yeah. I saw the trailer the other day. They're thinking maybe November, um, but they weren't 100% sure of the last thing that I had read. Um, so, yeah, Tupac died 20 plus years ago, or 20 years ago this past week. Um, maybe. maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, still making albums, yeah. You know yeah so we'll go around the room and we'll end up with female
0: perspective
2: uh brother Beavis, what's your Tupac knowledge
0: zero
1: okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was it is not not in my repertoire uh which is largely built around public enemy dr Gray. i mean it's it you know if if you didn't play it for me uh, I didn't get on my train, so zero. Like I know, like I know that he allegedly died, and he's put out more albums since he allegedly died than before he was alive. Uh, I believe he might have made a recent song or video with Dr. Dre that was a ripoff of uh, the the uh, Mad Max video. Um, yeah at, at the video California that's love. that's about it so slightly above right. zero is my tupac knowledge wow uh, uh i thought you
2: would have <laughs> had a little bit more uh,
0: uh, no nope. no this you 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 did not hit the wheelhouse the limited wheelhouse
1: this <laughs> <one>. <laughs> uh
0: all right sandman
4: tupac uh
5: yeah i got the 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 regular um um Black man knowledge, as far as uh, understand what uh, Tupac is. I mean, they, you know, when you're born, they give you like, all right, here's your uh, your uh, book of Tupac knowledge. They issue brush up on this. You're going to be asked about this at some point during your career. And hey, here it is. So uh, you can't. Okay. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. So just I, I know, I know, just enough to be dangerous.
1: <laughs>
4: okay, Hutch. <laughs> I'm a. Uh... I'm a
1: Tupacian. <laughs> okay. You
2: want to elaborate on that? It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> a
4: podcast.
1: <laughs>
4: I, uh, you know, he, uh, he did get bigger after he, quote, unquote, went away, died, whatever.
1: Right. I had a
4: couple problems. Uh, Yeah, I watched a lot of his movies. I watched Jews. I watched Poetic Justice.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, you see. <laughs> you had I think the is slightly know. above zero, but okay, still pretty go. poor. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> maybe transcended from feeble to poor. I don't
1: know.
0: <laughs> uh, female perspective. Uh, well, I was, first of all, I
3: wanted to point out that the movie was actually filmed in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, oh, okay. Actually, At Dragon Con, um, when I went to one of the panels, it it was uh, conducted by some people who were working on that movie. So they had information Mm. about the movie as well, which was interesting. Um, Yes, I'm a a big fan of Tupac. Um, I think his influence can still be felt in music in general, and especially hip-hop. Um, he was at the top of his game as far as hip-hop is concerned. I don't think there will ever be another who can touch him. Um, yeah, and that that's my comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Um, uh, I'm not being a contrarian when I say this, and this is not a conversation that we have not had on numerous occasions, and I mean numerous, uh, on side brother topics, side angle topics, and side whatever topics about Tupac. Um, I'll try to clean this up for. I'll try to clean this up for uh, the people that are around. Uh, I'm a fan, but I'm not a huge fan. Um, I are
3: think fans? that.
2: Huh?
3: Wait, let's rewind and take. Where did the fan part come in? Because I never knew that you were a fan.
2: Oh, no 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 no! <laughs> what I've said to y'all, and I've been very consistent with, is that I think he is a very talented person, but people ride his dick too much.
1: Okay, like
2: it's just way <laughs> too much.
1: Like he, I'd agree to with me, that. Yeah, <laughs> he,
2: he to me, Tupac to me is partially, you know, he is in a sense Elvis. Than the fact that he is a uh, like a kind of a media creation, and he created that partly before himself. Like he marketed himself as this. The gangster, poetic, but sensitive, whatever, person. And, you know, people ate that up. You know, I always go back to the Vibe interview, you know, when he got sent up for, you know, uh, rape or whatever, when he got sent up, you know, before, which really was the downward spiral to when he got out to when he went to death row to when he getting shot outside the studio, et cetera. That Vibe interview, he was like, this is some bullshit, essentially. You know, I'm, you know, I'm in here for this charge but you know we got to be out on some love man you know it's all about love you know i can't be up in here i mean go back and read that vibe interview from what 94 like i mean Uh. that was his true self if that was his true self at that point in time you know i mean he essentially was just playing in himself out there like you know this is you know i can't be i'm not this person essentially but then when he comes out he goes essentially nuts to build up his character
3: and that's why that's one thing that I kind of really appreciate appreciate about him he was a very complex individual he had mm-hmm. several
1: types mm-hmm.
3: that he showed the public aside that he showed his family and friends um yeah, so he was a very complex individual and it wasn't always that you got what you saw I mean right. There was a lot more to him than what was presented through the media and his movies and music and so forth. And a lot of people don't jump into
2: that. I mean, the poet. I mean, it it goes a lot deeper than that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I. I mean, again, we. I mean, we. Like I said, female spectrum. I've had this conversation back and forth for damn twenty years, and <laughs> you know, I've just never. Like I said, if, I, if I've ever misrepresented, I was like I thought he was like a whack rapper or something like that. Then I've been totally misrepresented. I think he was a very skilled rapper. There's no doubt about that. But I also think, like, you know, a little bit of a media creation. Um, I think if Tupac looks like Big Pun, like, I don't think anybody's, like, um, you know, caring about Tupac at this point in time. Like, I think the fact that he was a good-looking dude, you know, like, all that played into it. You know, like, Big Pun's been dead almost 20 years, and you don't hear nobody talking about Big Pun no more, you know? So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. okay. Well I, I know why I'm I'm that's an over exaggeration. But I'm just saying that like I think all of that played in in into the continuation of the Tupac legacy and, and all of that. So but yes.
3: Right. right, I agree that played into it, but also he was rapping about something of substance. Which, you know, for a lot of these rappers in hip hop, I mean, they're they're not rapping about anything. They're re- right. they really mm-hmm out there now. They right. they really I mean their music has no substance. Right. I know something that could relate to a group of people who basically felt they had no voice. Which also added to his legacy.
2: Right. I I mm-hmm. agree. I agree. All right. So yeah, so rest in peace, twenty years, Tupac, if you really dead. um it kind of leads to a possible uh Chappelle's Go skit that we might be talking about later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> a,
2: a great Chappelle's Go skit about if Tupac is really Uh Season three, although most people don't fuck with season three of Chappelle's Go. All right. Um, so that was, that was Blurred Note number four. Let's see. Uh, Big Hutch, how about you go ahead and deal with the other anniversary because this is up your wheelhouse. Star Trek also celebrated its 50th year anniversary, the original series, uh, last week or so. So, Star Trek at 50. Big Hodge. Uh
4: To go where no man has gone before. To explore space. <laughs> seek out new life and civilization. And all that <laughs> stuff. Star yeah.
2: Trek. Yeah, let's, you know what let's go around the table like we did before and i'll start and i'll be the brother beavis of that Tupac conversation <laughs> <laughs> um uh if he did if brother beavis didn't make me watch it i ain't see it um, <laughs> I, I mean i i've seen it on channel two on whatever days it was on wdtn that's too specific and um like, I, I I never been into Star Trek. I never, ever, ever have been into Star Trek. I cannot fade it at all, especially the original TV series. I look at it, and I'm like, this is some straight-up basura, man. Garbage. <laughs> I cannot fade Star Trek at all. I kind of got into a couple of the movies, the the uh, the recent reboot of the first reboot of those new three Star Trek movies. I like that one. I didn't like the second one, haven't seen the third one yet. Any of the other Star Trek movies with the original cast, uh, I'm not down with it. I haven't been down with any the New Power Generation, none of its intonations on TV. I am not down with Star Trek. I can't mess with it. Thank you. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sandman, right. Star Trek.
5: Yeah, yeah. I thought it was uh, Channel Twenty
2: Two. Um, yeah. Channel Two. I don't know. <laughs> all I Do know you, Wally, you, you probably, probably right. Watch yeah, yeah. All
5: I know is they used to show that shit all the damn time when we was kids. <laughs> this is back for for you youngins out there. This is back in the seventies, in the dark ages. What we just Google whenever it was on the damn TV. Google it. Whenever Google was it. on the damn TV, we watched it. Guess what? Star Trek was on all the damn time. I watched it. and I grew up just being used to watching it and so like when the movies and the TV shows all came out I watched that shit too so and I guess you know I'm talking about it like it's terrible but hey I've been watching it for how many years (laughs) ever since I've been alive so it's a media cultural phenomenon Uh, people like it I do what I do like about it I say is it offers uh, uh, some fiction of mankind that's actually hopeful as you know, most of these damn uh, science fiction shows, movies are always bleak, and this is one of the few ones that actually show we kind of made it into the future, and black folks too. So
1: that um, <laughs> that actually
5: kind of resounded with me a little bit. So uh, that's been my experience with it.
2: Yeah, the Jetsons weren't the, weren't right. Is basically what we're saying, y'all. Like we do make it to the future. Yeah, She was Jesse. <laughs> All right. Uh, female perspective. Oh, no, Brother Beavis. Star Trek. What?
0: I mean, the way you guys described it, like back in the day when there, there were three to five channels, depending on how much aluminum foil you, you strapped to your television, you couldn't help but watch Star Trek. So, like, you you can't have not seen Star Trek, and it was what it was. It was what we thought it was. I remember when The Next Generation came out, like, I wanted to watch it, and I, like, watched the the first few episodes, and I didn't get into it, and I watched it periodically or whatever, but I was, you know, there's so many people that loved it, like, when I think Voyager was next, and that shit was terrible. For one,
1: it had, like, the
0: forced diversity United Nations cast,
1: and (laughs) every
0: episode was about putting some some particle beam through some sensor array to travel back in time and some bullshit like that. Uh, So I couldn't fuck with that. And then, you know, I've seen (laughs) movies and whatnot. I think the nice thing is like, it's accessible, like, you know, kind of the gist of it and the characters and you could sit down and get into it or whatever. But like, I can't, I can't imagine like sitting through enough of it to be like a, a Trekkie or a Trekker or whatever. And like Mm -hmm. knowing all the episode this and that and that, and whatever, Galaxy Quest was great. Uh, was yeah, great I was going to say, play. that's <laughs> my favorite Star Trek movie. Is the, that's a good um, movie. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's solid for what it is, but nice. I can't see being all about it. I guess that's my take. So, what you're saying, nigga, is you don't speak Klingon? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> I cannot properly conjugate in Klingon. <laughs> noted. Female perspective. Uh, female perspective, just took
4: the teleporter and we'll be back later. So
0: I think She's being in the role of Brother Beavis yeah. in this. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right.
2: So go ahead, Hutch. Then you were continue your Star Trek siloquy.
4: Oh uh, yes, my Star Trek siloquy. Uh, it goes from Star Trek the original series to uh, Deep Space Nine. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah. So yes, I did watch all this stuff. Uh, they, I love the Rapticon, the first one. I'm not down with them. But uh, when Spock when died, I kind of I came a little tear for that. Um,
1: mm. Anything uh. good? Uh,
4: not so much. Whatever. I, I watched all the movies. I <laughs> all the shit for the most part. I watched. But you. She... Movie I, I watched all of them. Okay,
2: but you're a big fan though too. Like you, I mean, you are a Star Trek person. I remember uh-huh. on numerous occasions where you were wanting to. Um, you know, purchased that, and you may have had done that, that the Star Trek chess game or whatever. Uh oh, was selling in the back oh, of the magazines. Like did you purchase that eventually? Because I know you wanted to.
4: I I sure did want to buy that Star Trek, the the commemorative edition and the and the three tier chess set and all
1: that stuff. I right. did
4: want to buy it um there's this thing called
1: budget cut. <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
2: Yeah, so uh I again yeah, happy anniversary Star Trek. Uh I can't mess with you um at all. But, you know, there are fans. Uh I went to a con this weekend, um, Treasure Coast Comic Con. We might talk about it near the end end of the podcast, but it was um Lots of Trekkies, like, a lot of hardcore Trekkies there, and um, I, I just don't get it. Like, that, I mean, that's just one of those things that, need, that you know, geeks, blurs, and nerds are into that I cannot mess with. I, and I, I'd like to say I've given it the college try, but I probably haven't. Like, I just, from visually, I look at it, and I'm just like, nope, thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's not for me, and I just keep on well, moving, so. Well,
3: one thing I did like about Star Trek is, is like, um, you know, you uh, others have pointed out it was multicultural you had
1: mm. an eight-person
3: right. American female uh, mm. and then you had the inter- interracial kids that was historic that right. was history at the time so you know that that show was ahead of its time you know for the time period that it came out um, and plus it was always on the syndication um, <laughs> you could see blue people orange people green people I mean, it, it was all inclusive, and that was one thing, right. and that's one thing that I truly, you know, value about the whole Star Trek legacy is that it is inclusive. It's multicultural. Right. So what do you like better, Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh, I like Star Wars better,
2: but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody on this call likes Star Trek more than Star Wars if it's not you, Hush.
3: Right. I can appreciate both for what they are.
2: Not me. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh
2: yeah. All right. All right. So mm-hmm. that goes so alright, Star Trek. Good for you. You made it to fifty. Um
4: mm-hmm. Woohoo.
2: Good on you. Uh, good on you. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Alright, uh right. another blurred note. What's that? Team up a second? No, that was uh
3: big cut. What did you say? Tribbles.
2: Tribbles. Tribble. Okay. Oh, tribbles. Oh
3: trebles. No. Yeah. yeah that means
2: but sure all right right. um next note uh this would be for everybody um just for a laugh this would be for everybody i just saw on twitter somebody i don't think they posted it to my my timeline but somebody put on twitter that suicide squad has actually passed winter soldier in international box office like it made more money internationally than uh than uh, winter soldier and the person who posted that point was like, you know, well, you know, Suicide Squad made more money than Winter Soldier, so you know, implying that you know there's this big audience for Suicide Squad. Does anybody in their right mind think Suicide Squad is a better movie than Winter Soldier? Because no. I'm gonna Hell. drop you. I'm gonna Hell drop no. you off this call if you say so. Anybody? <laughs> you know that that's
3: where you go back to whether the. The box office is better than the the critical, you know, evaluation of it because it was critically banned. Oh, right. Paying, um, yeah. Banned. Um. Yes, yeah, so it didn't get great critical reviews, but it made a lot of money. So where does the balance come in?
2: Right. I, I just don't. Well, it's always going to be about the money. Like, and I can get that part of it. And it made money. That's great for that movie. But it doesn't mean, again, mm-hmm. I always go back to The Fast and the Furious, man. Those movies make a bunch of money, too. It doesn't mean they're any good. It just mm-hmm. means people can turn their minds off and go see, like, a brainless popcorn slick. There's nothing wrong with that either. Mm-hmm. You know, but don't try to sell me that it's good, too. Like, don't, yeah. don't come on my timeline talking that bullshit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um, you know, that's fine. No, I don't think they. I don't think it was. It was on my timeline, but I don't think somebody posted it to my timeline. It just happened to show up in my scroll. But um, right. I mean, it's fine. Like I said, you know, good for good for them. Good for Suicide Squad. But let's not let's not fool ourselves. I don't think that anybody's thinking that that's actually a good movie. Um, I like, think if you go back wow. to
0: like some of the press up from was like you know Suicide Squad. All the pressure was to sort of redeem them from Batman. The disappointment of Batman versus Superman. They're not saying, like, now they're saying we recognize we all, it's all terrible and we're going to start over and we're going to fix everything. They're not saying we're looking to build on the success of Suicide Squad. I mean, that's right. not the narrative. I mean, there's mm-hmm. been plenty of terrible stuff over the years that's made money. New mm-hmm. kids on the block, they made a lot of money. <laughs> 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 yeah. And,
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: Transformers. Whatever. makes a lot of money. Yes. Yeah, Transformers makes a lot of money every single time. And those movies are terrible, and it makes a lot of money. So I don't, you know, yeah, money, it shouldn't be the only determining factor. With that being said, blurred note number six, Margot Robbie is set to star in and be the executive producer of the Harley Quinn solo movie that's going to come out in about two years. Uh, Let's go around the room. Let's start with Big Hutch, Harley Quinn solo movie. If, if she's showing
4: uh,
1: practices, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean, I kind of knew where you were going there. Uh, female perspective. Um.
3: First of all, I thought Suicide Squad concentrated way too much on her character character to begin with. Her being able to carry, you know, carry off a, a movie in and of itself based on just that character alone is gonna be a struggle in my opinion. I mean because I don't think the character is that intriguing to begin with. So yeah, I mean yeah, they they're gonna hope that it makes a lot of money and maybe it will. But I I won't be fine to see it.
2: Does she have to get naked Brother Beavis to uh make it more interesting? Although making it R would cut off a saw a large
0: uh, portion of the masturbatory people that could go and see it. I think it would be even worse. I think yeah. that, I mean, her her part in Suicide Squad was one-liners, and it's not clear how many of those were actually recorded and dubbed in over the original movie. Yeah. And I, I honestly think, yeah. like, to, to portray a movie with a female lead that is in, that's really in, I mean, let's be real, in, like, a completely toxic relationship is sort of a damaging thing to do and it's not a strong role. It's not a strong character. I think they, I think she would, she's fine in a supporting role, but I think it can only get worse with more of that character.
3: Right.
0: Right. 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 Right.
5: Uh, Sandman. Yeah. As far as the solo movie, I think they're barking up the wrong tree here. If you believe that, um, the reports that she was actually upset that the, uh, the booty shorts and the little shirt that they, they gave it to wear that she wasn't mm. actually pleased about that, but they pretty much forced her to do it because they knew that's they had to get more people into the theaters to, to see the movie because mm. I mean that character, there's, there's no depth to that character whatsoever. She's a, uh, she has no powers uh, outside mm. of I guess a bat or a gun and uh, the one-liners. I mean, that's all she is. She's a sidekick to the Joker. And another thing that, yeah, they kind of misrepresented that relationship they had. The Joker don't give a damn about Harley Quinn mm-hmm. when he wants to. You know, he'll you know he pay her a little mind. But, you know, when he's up to his next scheme or whatever, he, you know, she's a bother to him. And I thought that was unhealthy. And you got kids wanting to be her and dressed like her all the time. I, I don't really care for that. Yeah, I,
3: I have to add to that because at DragonCon we did see a lot of, you know, the Harley Quinn costumes but um, also, I mean, what what have they done with the Joker? They built Suicide Squad up so much that you thought the Joker was going to be in it and be involved. And granted, his relationship with Harlow Quinn is very dysfunctional and, you know, um, problematic. But they didn't delve into that. And they basically cut his character down to five minutes of, of screen time. So now yeah. what are they with yeah. his And then they're making her character to be as big as his character is. And and granted, I'm not that, you know, heavily into the history of the comic book, but I do know that the Joker is much bigger than Harlequin. So, yeah, what what are they doing with the Joker character?
1: I think it was um, more of a,
5: yeah, I think it was more of a Trojan horse to get people into the theater because it's the Joker. It's another version of the Joker. And, I mean, he's, pretty much the number one Batman villain. And by the way, they um, uh, dropped Batman in a couple times too, you know, so they dropped those characters in there just, I think, to get the uh, people into the theater, which is I think why you got so many people that actually went to see it because I wouldn't saw it. it ain't. <laughs> it's not very good at all uh, in my opinion. And so uh, let's see them do it again without, you know, all these crossovers and see what just these C lists, villains in it and uh, if they actually have any
2: success i highly doubt they will yeah and it made too much money to not spawn a sequel at this point um but yeah i'm i'm not sure where you go after that movie and like where do you go with this like and where do they fit in with the rest of the dc you know extended universe in terms of their movies like where does like where does this go um and this is coming off the news that you know the batman Villain for the the solo Batman movie. I don't know if you saw this. Hotch. is uh, gonna be Deathstroke. I'm like, <laughs> like Deathstroke's barely a Teen Titan villain. He's definitely not a Batman villain.
1: Yeah. And
2: like, you're gonna build a movie like he's a you know a mercenary. Like, a, like what what like he kills for money. Like that's basically it. Like he that's it. So where why would he be even in Batman's? World, I guess, and you know what I mean. Like it just didn't make any sense. It just seemed like a good idea. Like, oh well, we're gonna put Deathstroke in it because you know the costume looks good and you know whatever. And I'm like, uh, whatever, man. I just I don't understand DC. I know I'm gonna get all these freaking things about this every time I post something about it, but I just don't get it. But that leads well, into the next. Go ahead.
4: Open door. Here come the DC. Uh, fire yeah. Fire. <laughs>
2: Well, you know what? Express, No, no,
4: no, 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 no. That's not true
2: because I'm gonna I'm gonna praise them here in a second, and this is you know this is an all call for uh, most of the people on this call. There was an article that was posted on CBR, that's comic book resource, um, this week that um, DC's having its highest comic book numbers like for sales in like twenty years. You know this post this rebirth of DC. And if you didn't, we we got a, we reviewed a few of the number ones uh, on a podcast. You can go back and look at it on the Thursday Comic Corner, that they're having this, like, resurgence. And, and Marvel's books are down, um, you know, over the last, you know, trending over the last, you know, kind of quarter sales period. And, you know, I was thinking, that I have an article, like, ready for the queue for the website at BrothersComics.com. And it's... Um, like, I think it's because, like, I, DC knows exactly, what or at least now they know what they want to do with their comic book properties, even though I think their movies are a mess. I think they have a firm idea, like, after 52, like, you know what, we took our characters in the directions that people weren't comfortable with, trying to get new readers, and that didn't help. And so they've kind of brought it back with Rebirth, whereas there's a versions of characters that people are familiar with, and it worked for them where I think Marvel is completely on the other side of this, where they have a whole bunch of characters that people aren't familiar with, and it's not working for them. And I think that's why their numbers are suffering.
0: Which uh, is all the more mystifying because the prominence of their their flagship characters in the mainstream because of the cinematic universe. It makes absolutely right. no sense.
2: None. Right.
0: None. As, as I was thinking,
2: like, okay, so... 52 didn't work out. They had all these weird versions of the heroes. Like, all right, well, let's put them back in, like, a continuity that everybody's familiar with. All right, fine. Now, our movies, they're all kinds of goofiness, and we're not sure what continuity we're using. Marvel, okay, like, we're going to use these for the characters for the movies. That's great. But in the comic books, we're going to have, like, wildly different versions of anything that's on the screen, completely. And Plessy versus Ferguson, okay? You know, they got all their freaking um, heroes that are, uh, you know, either women or black or Hispanic. Like, they just got all these different versions of heroes, and it's not really, like, gelling and vibing together. And um, I think that's part of the reason why the books are suffering a little bit. Hodge?
4: Um, you are correct, <laughs>
2: Right. Thank
1: you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you want to expand on that? <laughs> I, I guess I guess
3: no.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, as you know, my feelings, on. I'm a DC guy. I like DC. Uh, I mean, actually, starting this podcast, i bought about say about 30 DC books. as opposed about 10 Marvel books. 'Cause I already had them. Uh, so yeah, I've helped DC get their numbers up. I like DC <laughs> man. I love fly Uh, Their movie's
1: kind of cool, though. But I see watching CW shows. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um.
2: Yeah, um. It just, I I mean, I don't get, I, I mean, I totally get why their numbers are up. I totally get it. And Marvel's, like, floundering a little bit. And they're going to double down on that. And I think it's partly because they don't have the rights for some of their characters you know, Fantastic Four are split up completely and pretty much mm-hmm. sure that the X-Men are about to get the same thing um, after this X-Men versus Inhumans crossover here in October. I think the X-Men are going to get split up too and they're going to, you know, kind of cancel a good portion of those books as well. And now you won't be able to find them either. It's just like it's not a it's, it's not a good look is basically what I'm saying for Marvel. It's not a good look for their comics and I don't I don't think I don't think they fully know what they're doing in terms of the damage that they're doing to their product. So
1: with, uh,
3: Marvel, with Marvel I feel like the Disney involvement is is kinda hurting the you know, the brand because mm-hmm. his watered down uh will water down everything to a Disney equivalent. And if Men and um uh, before they're gonna do the exact same thing with them. Yeah, yeah, but i I think that I
2: don't think that Disney has much hand in their comic book world as much as they have in the movie world. What do you think? And the, and the,
0: and, the and the animated world. I mean, that's the thing that I think has really hurt is they've they've had some great products that they've really they've had some great animated products in terms of like the Avengers shows that they completely redid and made Avengers Assemble to make it align with the cinematic universe. Right. And and the Ultimate Spider Man. You know, is is what it is. I don't know what that's actually saying to. Uh, I don't it's know. A, what it's a dribble. That's but, dribble. It's dribble. <laughs> You know, I. It's hard to say because it, I, I get. It seems to me like you know, if it's if it's the issue is that Disney can exert pressure on the movies and the 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 cartoons and whatever you know or whatever TV. They're not. They're not affecting Netflix at all. That's that's uh, the other strength of, of Marvel right now. But, you know, apparently that's not – it doesn't seem like that's going over to the, the comic book universe. And so it's like they're trying to meet different kind of objectives now with the comic books versus the movies. So I think it's just – I don't know. Maybe it's not enough Disney influence that they're not spanning the whole product line or what. But, yeah, it's – they 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 might have to go through a couple iterations to get everything moving in, in a useful direction.
2: Yeah, they're serving two masters or they're attempting to serve two masters, and that never works. And um but, but i agree
0: with your point about like how they're i mean it's uh, to, to me it's great to introduce you know diverse characters and whatever but at the expense of the flagship it's like you're hurting yourself you know and exactly. you could create interesting characters under the iron man banner under the avengers banner under whatever banner without having to destroy all those characters you know and i almost feel like they should just like let time pass you know just turn off the continuity engine let time pass and if they want to have the established heroes be, like, older in the universe and focus on the next generation, to me, that would be more successful than having them just kind of sweep everybody out and replace them with stand-ins. Because I think it undermines the characters they're trying to establish. Right. And
2: if you're going to have Falcon be Captain America and be black, you can't bring Steve Rogers back into continuity and having Mm -hmm. Captain America, too. But then you're going to yeah. double down on the fuck up and then make him an agent of Hydra. Like, what the right. fuck are you doing? Like, you <laughs> have yeah. taken, like, a character that you were you said you were kind of slightly done with, then let him be dead and done. And if you're going to bring him back, you can't ruin 80 years of freaking
0: Captain America history by now turning him into a freaking bad guy. It's
2: just... It's just they uh, Marvel is right. kind and, and of have, all and that have
0: fact. event-driven stuff like that to draw attention, but not one word about Falcon Captain America. You know what? Yeah. What is the big right. Falcon? What is the mainstream Falcon Captain America story that's going to make me go buy this, buy the book? Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So all right. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry, Marvel. Y'all are messing up.
2: Man, Marvel is <laughs> fucking up.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. So. All right. Real quick, and we just crossed about a an hour and seven minutes. I wanted to get into this thing before we get to um uh the STFUs.
1: Um there was an
2: article in the New York Times this week and I I didn't post it to Facebook because I thought it was pure clickbait and I didn't want to give them any uh any more extra press but it was all over because it was a clickbait article. Basically a, a writer for the New York Times essentially wrote an article saying like when the new Fall, fall TV uh and I wrote an article about it for the uh, for the website. Um that it's like fall TV. It's gonna be hard for white men to find themselves. That basically was what it was because um, oh, <laughs> basically it was like playing the new shows that are on there. It's like you know the white man trying to find his place in this new world. Um, air quotations. Uh, you know, with like other people. You know, like essentially like world like white men aren't like in charge and not racist misogynistic assholes. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Uh, that was basically the point of this article, pure clickbait or whatever. But I went into the thing – I went into the article that I wrote was essentially like, you know, I can almost name the shows off the top of my head that have shows that either are black shows or led or co-led by a person of color. And so that's the article that I did. It was like I put those shows out there. They're Not scientific calculation-wise. There are 18% of shows that are either led or co-led by a person of color. That means 82% of shows on television, network TV, are led or co-led by white folks. So, Brother Beavers, are you having a hard time finding yourself on television? <laughs>
1: No pressure, Beavis. No pressure, (laughs) Do you turn on the the TV and be like...
0: people in general? I I mean, you you know...
2: Turn on the TV. Do you have a prior time finding somebody that might look like you?
0: Yeah, I I think it's... (laughs) I think it's a distinction between can't help but turn on the TV and find a show dominated by a white cast versus, like, occasionally turn on the TV and find a show that's not. You know, I think that's obviously ridiculous. I think that you know, you'd like to think that you're, I appreciate stories and I don't really care about the cast. Like, you know, just just as an example, like Agent Carter, I thought was a great show with a female lead because it was a good story and it was fun to watch. I can't wait for the Luke Cage show to come on. You know, Mm -hmm. I I just want to see good entertaining stuff. And I honestly don't care who it is. Um, If I feel the need to like white up, I feel
1: pretty confident think
0: I could find something on TV with white people. You feel confident in your ability.
2: Uh, female perspective. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of
3: ridiculous that they the – of the shows
2: are about you know Caucasian people so 82%
3: you know, <laughs> it
4: should not be that difficult well so Fresh
2: Off the Boat <laughs> yeah well Fresh Off the Boat was one of the shows that I had on there I mean I could almost list them off the top of my head because I wrote the article and there really aren't that many to begin with you know and it, it take out the Shonda Rhimes shows and it's a lot worse okay You know, Mm -hmm. you take out what's on on ABC with, you know, how to get away with murder and uh, scandal and blackish. I mean, it's it's thin, it's slim pickings on all those other shows. I mean, there's some of those uh, networks that only have like maybe one show and that's a co-lead, you know, like if you take out, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if LL Cool J wasn't on that NCIS, I mean, CBS would be struggling. You know,
1: <laughs> and right.
2: I mean, and that's a co lead.
3: <laughs> you know, it is
2: CC Pounder. Oh, what's she co lead? She's
3: on NCIS. But,
2: oh, <laughs> but, I, but I said but co lead. But see, and that's the thing. Like that's the thing now. Like that's the new. That's the new get around the diversity issue thing is to make shows these ensemble pieces. You know, and then they'll have the show led by somebody, but you know, the ensemble piece will always include like a black or brown or gay person in it. But they all they do is fill out whatever stereotype that they're supposed to fill out there. Sassy black lady and flamboyant gay guy, uh you know you know what I mean? Like it's just they're just there to fill out that that quota. You know, but yeah. you know the show revolves around that white person. Or those white people. Like, that's who's getting yeah. all the main stories and love lines, man. So, I mean, don't mm-hmm. – that that's just – that is some bullshit. And that, that article, like I said, it was trending on Twitter. And I was like, I'm going to retweet this. And I was like, you know what? I ain't retweeting this. I'm not going to let this get any clicks from us. But I did write about it, so whatever.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway.
2: So, yeah. But that led me to believe, like, you know, there's really, you know – you know, it's why like a show like Atlanta on FX, you know, got these huge numbers for a debut because, you know, it's it's one of the few shows that has like a, you know, a predominantly black cast.
1: You know?
4: <laughs> I mean, it had huge numbers. Did y'all see Atlanta?
3: <laughs>
4: Hello? Yeah,
3: Hello. Awesome. Yo. Can
2: <laughs> you <know> hear us? <laughs> yeah, barely.
3: Did oh. you see Atlanta? No, we. Uh, I have not watched the uh,
1: the first episode.
5: I will. That,
2: that's definitely on my list of uh, shows to to watch. I have not watched the uh, first episode yet. Okay.
5: Sandman, man you see Atlanta? I didn't see it. I will watch it when it comes on. Uh, the downloadable, if you know what I'm talking about. I got you. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> International screening.
5: Oh, they <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, in the in in fair interest of everything Brother beavis did you watch atlanta on
0: FX? if it's not made for six-year-olds i haven't seen it
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is
0: not duly noted uh i i remember those days fondly oh, oh wait wait i'm sorry if it's not made for white six-year-olds <laughs> <I can't.
1: laughs>
2: truly noted too. Um <laughs> all right. So that's that. We'll get to the last part here. Um uh we we call it the STFUs. Um I've i I'm kind of it's it kind of evolved from STFUs So when we get really angry to to the eat a bag of dick awards. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh or the sit all the sit all the way down awards. Um, so you can kind of go with whatever you choose. I know Female Perspective had one in our pre-production meeting, and it's a good one. I don't know if she still got the fire in her belly for it, but go ahead and give yours. I don't know which ever one you want to do, bag a dick, sit down, down, shut the fuck up, whatever you got. I'm going to go with
3: the STFU, um, the maternal, them, you know, uh, at, I think it was at a Penn State.
1: 50th
3: or fiftieth anniversary that they want to on him. I'm like, what the heck? This is a guy who covered up for a child molester who was basically an accomplice. And you're going to salute this man? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And you to respect this school? Have you Cer- fucking lost
0: serial him? serial child molester? <laughs> yeah. I, Yeah,
5: it was more than
2: one (laughs) Yeah, 20-some-odd years of child molesting. And now on top of that, molesting children of, you know, for his Jerry Sandusky Foundation, like kids from poor backgrounds, like, you know, like really picking on kind of the lowest, you know, hanging fruit, picking kids that are already messed up and, you know, taking advantage of them. I mean, it's it's doubly worse. So, yes. So, yeah. Uh, And
3: on campus.
2: on campus, yes. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Well,
3: and um, and so yeah, what and, I they had on one side people who were saluting him and so forth and, you know, wanted to, you know, acknowledge his anniversary. And then on the other side they had protesters. I'm like, yeah. why would you even think that this was a good idea? Who on earth thought this was a good idea?
2: I mean, his name is still on the library over there. And I've said this to Hutch before, a thousand times too. That motherfucker took the coward way out too. Because when they were circling the wagons, he just fucking said, "Fucking, I'm dying. He died. <laughs> he took the coward way out, man.
1: Because they was
2: coming, they was coming for him, man. And he yeah, was like, Fuck yeah, this shit. I'm laying mm-hmm. down. And that's it. Because that nigga was coaching the year before, like on the sidelines coaching. But next, the next six months later, like I'm dead. Forget it. So. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. He, yeah as he took the cow away out, no doubt. Um, so, yeah. So, to you, uh, Joe Paterno,
1: <laughs> we right. all
2: collectively say, please shut the fuck uh, up. Uh, uh, yeah, uh. Please shut the fuck up. <laughs> Anybody bumping for Joe Paterno? He
3: does not deserve a statue and award acknowledgement anything. Fuck him.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> There's the fire.
1: There's the yeah.
2: fire. Yeah, it is bad. but yeah, I agree. Okay. Hutch, you had something before?
4: I did. Um, Go ahead. Another uh, earthworm came out of their hide hole and put their uh, two in out there. And this uh, earthworm is from the uh, outback, Mr. Mel Gibson, who came out. He had his about the <laughs> Batman versus Superman movie. Um,
1: sir. All do <laughs> uh, You don't need
4: to be saying shit. We ain't forgot about some fucking ass rant you put out there.
1: You. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. We don't need your opine for it. Go back to your honey huddle and
4: talk bad about your people you don't like, which is everybody that ain't white.
1: yeah
2: um he um he did pop off and say that you know that the movie was shit or whatever which is true but um he also maybe should not ever talk about anything that's not anything really like he needs to shut up like completely he needs to have been sat all the way down because your opinion about much of anything is going to be quoted uh like so what was that sugar tits um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, what was that about the Jews? What was it? What was that again, Mr. Gibson? Because uh, I didn't forget when your drunkenness, what you decided to put out there in front of everybody. Um, and but and you know, and this is kind of related to Joe Paterno and like Mel Gibson. Um, the White Folks Redemption Tour is going strong for a thousand years, man.
1: Uh, <laughs> white
2: folks, especially white dudes, white ladies get it a little bit worse, but not really. White dudes, man, can do some of the famous white dudes, not regular. You can't do this shit brother. Um <laughs> <laughs> that is like dudes
0: that's ageism. can do
2: some of the foul if you didn't know if you didn't get the handbook. They can do some of the foul <laughs>
0: shit. It was in my orientation packet. <laughs> like in the packet. <laughs> yeah. They
2: left that shit pulled the They page. pulled
0: a Tupac brochure and they put the redemption tour brochure right go. Mine went from page one to page six. I <laughs> was in between. um. um
2: like they can do the foulest shit and still like come back like in lightweight be on top for stuff. I mean, you, you could count the list down from just from what we talking about in this podcast. Um, Joe Paterno, Mel Gibson, uh, uh, Woody Allen, um, Woody Allen. Um, yeah, uh, Roman Polanski, so- um, Tupac. Like, t- mm. right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: <Sorry>. <laughs> so
2: you, I mean, they can do the foulest stuff. And people would just still backflip for them. And, like, you know, the contortion and, like, Olympic-level backflipping for these people to put them back, like, on their pedestals or whatever. I just saw that Miley Cyrus is on The Voice. Not that I watched The Voice. I just saw the commercial for it. I was like, this bitch for three years went crazy, lost her mind, smoked weed, fucked niggas, did all this shit on the Internet and on Twitter. <laughs> but now she can get a yeah. spot on The Voice?
3: Come on,
2: man. Like, that, I mean...
4: Oh, wait, what? shit. Ryan Lochte is Ryan Lochte mm. is on Dancing
2: mm. with the Stars, man, and it wasn't barely two mm. weeks before he had did something and he already on another show getting checks. Right. right? And I
3: mean, what yeah. Um okay. yeah, because she wouldn't put her hand over her heart uh for the um national anthem. National
2: anthem. Right, yeah.
1: Uhhuh.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're getting to the national anthem here in a minute. But um yeah, it's just, I mean, I, it's amazing to me, like, how people will just, like, kind of turn, like, their eyes for something else and be like, well, that's okay. And so, you know, he was just a kid and, you know, well, you know, she was experimenting, you know, and, you know, trying to find herself because she was young or whatever. Like, yeah, that's not a, a, a luxury afforded to people of color. Like, you know, people trying to find themselves and experimenting doing these things will be, they can do it. It's just going to be to the ruin of their careers. And they're not going to get, like, a second chance to get back on, you know, to get on top or whatever. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so to who was that, Big Hutch? What do you want to give him, man? The S-T-F-U, bag of dicks? Uh, <laughs> he got to
4: get Can I get another one in there soon? Sure. I know it's coming up, but Mr. Trent Dilfer and
2: his comment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You want to hold
4: it? Yeah, I'll hold it.
2: I got a whole list of those people. A whole list of them. Wow. Okay. So, uh, Sam, man, you got anything? Uh,
5: outside of Any the party? normal one every week. Um, I I got one for Trump. Uh, did y'all see yeah. that um, all of a sudden now he thinks that uh, President Obama is like, oh, oh, yeah, I, I guess he is from uh, the United States. He's been on this damn yeah, yeah. kick for the last, what, uh, I don't know when he, he got in Five, on that. Five, six but, years. Um,
2: it's like been like yeah. 2011, Yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, finally somebody in his damn campaign said like, "Hey, uh, cooler with that crazy shit, we got to get votes."
4: So he just yeah.
5: came out all of a sudden, and it's like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he he's from the United States, yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah. Next Side question.
2: Old. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. You know, it's not important. None to see here. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, and I, I,
2: I know, I skirted over and built up that whole huge, like, freaking racist stuff against Obama for the last five years, but you know what? Mm-hmm. It's cool now. Next question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like it's it not a big exist. deal yeah no yes. worry about it. you know whatever of course he is next question yeah I'm
5: getting, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm I getting, mean the, hey. the yeah, the cat lies like you know uh <laughs> like the days change from day to night, so you know, yeah,
3: like,
5: so he can shut
2: the fuck up, yeah <laughs> yeah definitely
3: yeah it really amazes me that he that people are still taking him seriously, you know uh, according to the amount of lies he's told that can easily. Be shown to be lied.
1: Right. And
3: people, I mean, his followers are still just blindly led by this crap. Mm-hmm. I'm a, the fact that this guy might actually win is it's terrifying. Horrifying. And I'm yeah. mm-hmm.
1: not
2: Yeah, agreed. Uh, but yes. on that same note, it also tells you how awful the co-runner of the presidency is, is that she couldn't (laughs) run a a campaign that would put away this freaking, uh, racist, bigoted, uh, whatever orange Oompa Loompa of a person
1: that he is actually
2: (laughs) still in the race, you know, six weeks out of it. Oh, so whatever. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Hashtag I'm with her, I guess. So, all
0: right. Uh, um, <laughs> Brother Beavis, got anybody? Uh, I don't. I you know I love every white person, so I don't really have a idea.
1: <laughs>
5: we understand, Beavis. You got to live in the world, man. We yeah, you got to live in
2: that world, man. You do.
0: You got to go back, man.
1: <laughs> you got to go,
0: you, you go back to the bank with that. I dude. walk into work every Monday. and Everyone looks at me. Mm
1: hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. We heard you.
0: We heard your ass. Uncle Tom, reverse, whatever it
5: is they call you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, that wasn't me. You can't prove that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, bro, br- know, I don't even know why we're yeah. talking
2: about that.
1: <laughs> it was me. I'm going to.
2: Br- I'm going to bring this word back from the 90s grave where it should have died. And, like, look at that wigger right there. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, yeah, I see that
1: wigger.
4: I see that wigger right there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's
4: the beauty,
2: um, beauty lover. Right. lover. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's it. So, um, all right, mine is kind of all going to wrap around Kaepernick. Um, again, he takes a knee today, joined by many others around the NFL, whatever. I mean, like I said, we got on the front end of that when we first talked about it. The back end of it is all these people who feel the need to share their opinion, which is perfectly fine under the First Amendment. They can share their opinion. They can be wrong, but they can share their opinion about it. Like, that—that's that's really not my issue. But sharing your opinion about what he should do, which is within his First Amendment rights, is, like, kind of putting him down, like, and not giving him his right. And there's just been a shit ton of people that have just kept it going, like, and not understanding the hypocrisy that they're having, that they're saying that, well, he should be doing that. Like, he can do whatever he wants, but he can't do that. What the fuck, nigga? Uh, What? If I can do whatever I want, then why can't I do this? You know, because you're disrespecting the flag or the troops or whatever, blah, 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 blah. So there's just been a whole list. Go ahead.
4: Because you're a second string quarterback.
2: Right, yeah, and that was Trent mm-hmm. Dilfer's take. It was like because he's the second string quarterback, he shouldn't he should just sit you know grab the clipboard and be quiet um no, but mm-hmm. you know whatever, so like I got a whole list of people, and we this will cross all racial ethnic and uh gender browns or whatever uh Shacky, what about Shacky,
0: what about sports allegiances we're gonna i mean that's that's where I have a problem <laughs> 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 because he's,
2: cause he plays for the forty nine yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. It's staring across this, too. Uh, Shaq right. needs to sit down. He went on Fox and Friends or whatever. Like, first off, what's Shaq doing on Fox and Friends? And second... Yeah, that was he, my like, question, would, yeah. Yeah, I would never do that. That was my Shaq invitation. I would never do that. I would never, never <laughs> like, Fuck you, Shaq. Eat a bag of <laughs> cake. You know? Like, like fuck, for real. Like, fuck you, Shaq. Like, how are you... Like, it, Shaq has been one of the biggest stars in the world for the last 25 years. Never in my time... Have I ever heard him think or support or say anything about any social issue whatsoever? So now, on nope. oh, Fox and Friends, you make this decision that you're gonna shit on somebody else that's taking a stand on something? Fuck you. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> fuck you, Shaq. Um, <laughs> huh? But, there, but he's a police
3: officer,
2: right?
3: Is that correct? Yeah. I
2: mean, and his dad is military too. I mean, you he, know what he, we got for them? Fuck the police. Fuck yeah. the police. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah. So, Shaq, he go ahead. Stand, but that might explain why he took a stand, as far as that's
3: concerned, because he is a police officer. But but still, he shouldn't have said anything.
2: No, he shouldn't have said nothing. This is a perfect time for him to be like, you know what? I'm not gonna say anything, and he didn't. Um, I got into it with uh, uh Sports Illustrated model, Kate Upton, on Twitter this week. Uh, she took a.
5: Oh,
1: yeah, no. she, yeah,
2: she, oh no, she did because she was said when the Dolphins players took a, you know, took a knee. I think you know there was a good sort sizable six of them and whatever that took a knee during the game last week. I heard I, I don't want to misquote her, but it was basically like this is disgusting or this is terrible. You know, on nine eleven, you should you know whatever for those hundred and twenty seconds or whatever, um, you know, and basically mm. and you know, Black Twitter drug her too, and I just. Kind of got on the train for that too. And I was just like, so on September.
3: I equate her to one thing. She's one big boob.
1: boob. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
2: Pretty much. (laughs) Well, basically, I went at her on Twitter on September the 12th. I was like, well, since they couldn't do it on September 11th, that was deplorable. It's September 12th, so I'm waiting for you to, you know, speak out on some of these social issues since it was not a good idea to do it on September 11th, since that's, like, you know, a big deal. And the people just kept going at her. Saying, like, well, we're still waiting on you, for September the 12th. You know, you got anything to say mm-hmm. now? She didn't, obviously. And, you know, it's just, look, September 11th was bad. Like, we all know that. But that doesn't stop other bad things from happening. It's like nothing bad happened between September 11th, 2001, to that day. Like a bunch of bad stuff has happened between then, and then you know some 12-year-old in Columbus gets shot by the police just the other day. You know that they said he ran from the police. I'm like if he was running from y'all, why
4: y'all shooting him?
2: You know. Yeah. So right. I just it's it is what it is. Sorry, Hutch. Go ahead. Yeah, they get
4: recorded. I mean, a lot of stuff still don't get recorded. And mother, right. a lot of people just end up, I don't know what happened
2: when he got, I don't know how he got some eight bullet holes. Yeah. Sprinkle some crack on him and let's keep moving. Yeah. So, yeah, so she, and she can sit down. Um, I got, uh, who is this? Some of these up. Yeah, Trent Dilfer can sit down. Oh, we're going to go to your hometown there, Brother Beavers. Hey, Ray Lewis needs to sit the fuck down, too. <laughs> he needs to sit all the way down. He, he should have never, down.
0: Down, never got up. No, he said yeah. never got up. Like, because, um,
2: like, man, you yeah. know, you know I'm, 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 I already did my Shaq imitation. Let me do my Ray Lewis invitation. Hold on a second. Man, you know, I'm saying that you, we should all be together. Uh, right, thank you. That's it.
1: Um,
4: <laughs>
2: don't <laughs> um, mind
1: these
4: dead yeah. yeah,
2: don't mind these two dead people I killed in Atlanta, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, I was you. Uh, yeah, I
1: was you. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you should maybe not talk about anything, like, ever, other than I'm thankful that I got out of that situation and I'm going to keep my mouth closed. But he mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, on, the, on that All Lives Matter shit. Him, Hines Ward was on that All Lives
0: Matter shit. He can eat a fucking dick. Um, oh, God.
2: Uh, I, I would like to too.
0: resend my – I don't have a comment, and I would just, in, in the future, just always give Hines Ward – Shut the fuck up, eat a dick, sit all the way down. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, he, uh, forever and in, in, in yeah. um, Next time I get a turn, it's, it's Heinz Word, all those things. <laughs> <laughs> uh and, and Ben Roethlisberger was on that shit, too.
2: He's like, oh, well, there's better ways to do things. I'm like, mm.
1: yeah, oh like God. pin
2: him on the bed. <laughs> oh <my God.
3: laughs>
0: Pay your private security and tell him to shut the yeah. fuck up. Yeah, exactly.
3: Did you say Roethlisberger?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He
2: was on that, like, oh, he shouldn't be doing that shit, too. Like, you shouldn't oh be raping people, god. nigga."
3: No me?
4: <laughs> yes,
2: yeah. yeah, I'm not. Oh, my god. I'm not. So I'm thinking to myself, like, some of these people, yeah, he stand up for the flag, but he also do some wild stuff. And y'all are okay with that, right? Y'all are okay with that, but y'all are okay with him taking a knee. And it's like, I mean, honestly, the fact that he was sitting the first time and then he modified it to taking a knee, that's different to me. And it's not like he's standing and turning his back, like, on the fly while they're doing this. Like, I mean, people right. have this idea. Like,
0: like, he tried to be responsive to the criticism, at least, right. I guess. Um, yeah. Um, it's been so co it's been so co opted at this point. Like I don't even know what people are standing, sitting, or kneeling for. Right. Well, and that mm. was the thing that I was trying to explain to somebody on Twitter. And it was like, oh, well, you know, this is a good thing because
2: it's starting conversations. I'm like, no, it's not. What it's people not. are talking about is if he's standing or sitting for the flag. Right. Not talking what's about he, the issues yeah. that he's standing and sitting what's for. It, what's I'm anybody
0: like, trying to accomplish?
2: Right. They're trying to right. make themselves right because they have the to. Seahawks the Seahawks made face. it
0: about, the Seahawks made it about
2: teammates. Right.
0: The fuck. We right. knew you were on a team, you all have the same jersey on. You even real old man. <laughs> I figured the that shit out.
2: It. Yeah. It's just it's it's it brings out the absolute worst in people that have no idea what other people are going through. It brings out the worst. It brings out the well, he shouldn't have run from the police or he shouldn't have been playing outside at night. What wait, what? Like it brings out all of these ridiculous things for the backflipping to make white right. It just it it just does, and it drives me nuts. It just drives me nuts. I put I changed our Facebook profile picture. If you saw it, it's like a guy on the back of a truck, Kaepernick's kneeling, and it's a guy on the back of a truck with a bunch of Confederate flags on, and he's yelling at him mm. like, "You're disgracing our flag." Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's yeah. apparently not our yeah. flag. Yeah, apparently not because. Exactly. You know, disgrace the Yeah, remember when y'all are flying that traitorous rebel flag that you know fought against mm-hmm. this country.
0: But whatever.
2: So yeah. So all of those people that's dising Kaepernick, and again, it's not like I I, I hate the Forty ers Y'all all know this. If y'all ever listen to a Who Day Over Forty podcast, <laughs> I hate the Forty Niners. I ain't never cheering for the Forty ers for nothing, man. But. The, the, the people that are running him for doing what he's doing, y'all shut Ward, to fuck me. up. And Heinz Ward, yeah, uh-huh. all need to please shut the fuck up. All right. Thank you. Whew. Well, we got through it in about an hour and a half female perspective. I said that would be about right. So, you left the five-man booth. We got everybody in and got all the five-person So Five-person booth. Yes, I'm sorry. We have offended female <laughs> perspective. So, Um, we're going to wrap up podcast 44. Um, I did attend the con this weekend. I'll write about it on the website. You'll see it this week at brotherscomics.com. It's Treasure Coast Comic Con. It's very small. uh, Not a whole lot to write about, but we'll be able to get that up. Um, We also have, it's almost, it's pretty late. Probably won't get in the Thursday comic chat tonight, Uh, but (laughs) we'll probably have the uh, the X-Men continued on the Thursday comic chat uh, with Days of Future Past, as we'll talk about those issues this coming week. And um, That's about it I don't I don't think I have anything else Anything I missed, Big Hutch? Uh, I think
4: you covered everything
2: I got everything covered Okay, good So you can find this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud uh, Eventually I'll get us a Stitcher I just don't know how to do it When you're a young person If you're under 20 years old Let us know Sorry, you heard that through my phone You heard that through my phone That's somebody else's phone too that's my phone, phone. Is that? Yeah, because we're in the same state. That's an Amber Alert. I just got it's it. an Amber <laughs> Alert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
5: I thought my phone was about to blow the hell up like that damn Samsung. I was phones. like, "Why's
2: my <laughs> phone?" I thought somebody was calling me. I'm like, "Wait a minute! Yeah. be calling at this time?" I'm like, "Why's my phone buzzing?" Oh, it's an Amber Alert. Sorry. Anyway, so yeah, you can find us on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes. Again, we'll try to get a Stitcher at some point in time. Whatever that is, um, you can follow us on Facebook at Brothers Hutchinson. You can follow me on Twitter at uh brothers comics. You can follow Sandman on Twitter at Sandman415. Uh you can get at Big Hot and Female Perspective on the Facebook page and you can get at Brother Beavis on the Facebook page as well. Um if you really need to get in contact with us. Um so that's it. So we are headed towards podcast number fifty as we kinda for Brothers Comics in a few weeks. And um thanks for the ride everybody. I really do appreciate it. We appreciate all the listeners. Be sure you leave a review uh on SoundCloud or uh on iTunes, whichever one you are listening to, whatever app you serve, uh follow us there and then the podcast will just pop up into your you know your pop your podcast window whenever a new episode becomes available. So that's good. Alright, so I am the producer. I am going to sign off. Uh we'll go around the table. Uh last band in, Brother Beavis. Go ahead and sign
0: off. <laughs> All right, I'm out. See you.
2: All right. Sandman.
5: All right, Sandman signing off. See y'all next time.
2: All right, to the founders, female perspective.
3: Adios from the female perspective.
2: Big hugs.
4: My country is
2: a big <laughs> country. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Um, and uh, that's just awful. All right, and I'm the producer. I'm signing off, y'all. We'll see you next week. Peace.
1: Peace. Peace. <laughs>